Gotta listen to Drop Bear Gaming. They are awesome. This is Ben from Tin Man Gaming. Drop Bear Gaming. Drop Bear Gaming. Drop Bear Gaming. Drop Bear Gaming. Hello everybody and welcome to Drop Bear Gaming episode number 8. We've made it to two months basically, so we're doing alright. Obviously we've got a few listeners out there because we're very slowly but surely starting to get little bits of feedback coming through, so thanks to people out there. We do have, once again, another very, very special guest on, but firstly, before I introduce Susie, I'm going to go and introduce my brother again. Matt, how are you, mate? Oh, doing pretty good. Yeah. I'm a bit jealous about your iPad, but um, well, <laughs> apart from that, you know, life goes on. That's right. Yes, I, I got an iPad this week, luckily, and uh, I'm absolutely loving it. It's it's good fun, I, and that's all I'm going to mention of it in this show, the iPad edition. So, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been um, the usual. I'm thinking about moving house again, still. Uh, not again. I'm still thinking about moving house and not... I'm procrastinating about moving house. That's fair enough. And also about getting a new job. Yeah. Yeah. It's easier to not do anything. Well, that is true. (laughs) Yes. As I mentioned, we have a very special guest on the show today, uh, uh, Susie, uh, Susie Kate from the website www.susiekate.com. Also, Susie is a moderator at A Thousand Frags. I understand. One thousand fraggers. One thousand fraggers. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> and you're also a contributor <laughs> at uh, is it 1081 Creations? Uh yeah. Uh, one hundred eight one Creations, and uh, also at GameandTrain.com. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Doing the uh, the connect section at Game and Train. So. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Sounds like you're very busy. Susie, say good day to everybody that's listening. So, oh. <laughs> hello, listeners. <laughs> as I mentioned, uh, Susie's a local girl to Brisbane, which uh, is where Matt and I live as well. It's uh, it's nice to have a local guest on because we we haven't had anybody from Brisbane as yet. But you know, you, you're the first. Congratulations, yeah. you win. Prize. <laughs> apart from apart from co-host Jammy who was here for three episodes. Does he still count as a co-host? Yeah, he wasn't a guest. so He was nothing. He was nothing. What do I win? Yeah. You win an iPad. There you Yay. go. <laughs> oh, sweet. I'll, uh, yeah. Is it an iPad too? No. Don't want it? No, it's probably be his old one that he doesn't need anymore. <laughs> it's actually an iPod and an iPad cardboard. That's, yeah. <laughs> it's a first-generation first iPod, you know, with the old-school click wheel. That's right. That's not. It'll go yeah. well with my uh, Game Boy. The, It'll accessorize yeah. nice. It's actually a, <laughs> except the, the really... screen's broken and the battery's completely dead. Oh, really? <laughs> no, it's in better shape than that. It's actually it's a really old original uh, design for the iPad. Actually, it's it's got a red border and it's got two little white wheels down the bottom of it, and you can draw things and then you shake it and it actually clears the screen. <laughs> That was the it's original I sketch. Yeah, that's right. I sketch. <laughs> the I just sketch. Well, you keep that on the download. You know, Steve Jobs is going to steal that idea. <laughs> exactly. It'll be an app. That'd be a bad app. Yeah. You should make that. Is there an Edge Sketch app for the iPad? Uh, not that I've seen so far, but uh, I haven't. <laughs> noticed, I haven't fingers. gone through all of the seven hundred bajillion actual apps for it. So 
search for that right now. It'll be called Etch-A-Sketch HD. Oh, it would be, yeah, for the, <laughs> the iPad 2. It's a great idea, though. That'd be cool. Because it's got an accelerometer in it, and you could just, like, have dials that it's just, like, recording your fingers moving in circular motion. There you go. No? You can make make a mint well, let's get and then to... be sued by Etch-A-Sketch. <laughs> oh, it's already... And it's it's free as well. Or you can get Etch-A-Sketch Premium for $1.20. There you go. <laughs> No, etch a sketch HD for iPad is four bucks. <laughs> there you go, people. You heard it here last. <laughs> so oh man, get on board that. A... Yeah, sweet. <laughs> I wonder if there's a YouTube video of how it works. I'm sure there'd probably be about forty thousand of them. Anyway, uh, so I'm the time Nazi on this episode, so I'm going to not let us get derailed talking about etch a sketch HD. It's <laughs> a good start so far. Moving right along. That's oh, right. it's sweet. You can upload your Etch-A-Sketch picture to Facebook. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Wicked. Wow. That's some functionality. Seriously. Well, I've and actually it's... noticed lately that uh, Facebook doesn't have enough shit content on it. So that's <laughs> a perfect thing to do. <laughs> well, this app's obviously good. It has an average rating of two and a half stars. Well, that's, so... that's fairly average. It's better than two stars. Well, Jesus. Yeah, not as good as you know, 2.6. Anyway. So, next. <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's time Nazi. Got to, uh, yeah. What are you that. playing? We've got two minutes to do. What are you playing? All right. <laughs> uh, Susie, as the extra special, super special guest, uh, you can kick off uh, what have you been playing? Uh, well, I've got a, a bit of a backlog of games that uh, I've been meaning to clear out. So I've put uh, Bad Company 2 away for the uh, time being. Um, I've got um, Transformers War for Cybertron that I've been trying to get through. Uh, I bought that the oh, week of yeah. floods here in uh, Brisbane because I thought, well, while I'm off work, I might have, might as well get some games to play. <laughs> so I picked up a uh, copy of... Uh, yeah, I got that and uh, Mafia 2, and um, I didn't actually end up playing them, so... Um... <laughs> Too busy just watching the news going, wow, look at all that water. Yeah, <laughs> and um, so I've been, I guess with um, you know a whole bunch of new titles coming out sort of over the next coming months, so I've been really just trying to clear the back of the game, so yeah, Transformers, Wolf Cybertron. Yep. It becomes so hard, doesn't it, like to actually just clear out the backlog? Because once you, I mean, I'm terrible. Like I was saying before, I'm an ADD gamer, so I can't really you know, say that it, I, I do things correctly. Um, have you been? Um, do you have an eye device? Uh, no. No, it's a bit personal. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've got an iPad. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> No, I just I just have one of those uh, boring iPod classics that just plays, you know, music and movies. I guess as they were intended. So yep. no what? An iPod yeah. that only plays music—that's insane. I know. No. <laughs> wow. No, I, I keep it old. <laughs> Fair enough. No, Fair that's enough. that's my. I've got one of them. It's broken screen. It's plugged into my stereo, and you can only use it for. You know, random selection of songs because you can't actually <laughs> see what you're picking. <laughs> really Good for parties. <laughs> yeah, here's it's, my 80s it's great mix. for parties. Yeah, here's oh shit, Britney Spears. How'd that get on there? <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, 
right. I think that I, that iPod's actually pre Ashley. Wow. So there you, go. you know, it's been gathering dust next to my stereo for quite a while. That's if cool. anyone wants to break in, it is insured. <laughs> 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 anyway, I just completely what ignore you that I just heard that because then I'll just have the, uh, <laughs> the claim rejected. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> um, so, Matt, what are yes, you been backlogs. playing? Yes, what have I been playing? Uh, I played a bit more of Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, which is an awesome game. Until I got to the point where I stopped playing it because I got bored of it. <laughs> <laughs> so it was awesome until it got really boring. Well. It's a, don't get me wrong, it's a great game, but like I said a couple of episodes ago, I just um, finished platinuming Assassin's Creed 2, yeah. which was walking around collecting feathers, right? Because I'd already finished the story, I just needed to get the collectibles, so I did that. And then I started playing Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and I'd, I'm probably not that far in. I don't think I've even started recruiting assassins to my guild or whatever, but... um. I'm just getting a bit sick of the whole walking around the stupid city of Rome yeah. kind of thing. That's Because it's all one big city, so it kind of... I mean, I don't know if it turns into more cities later, but it's kind of boring. It is... Like, the first time you scale the walls of the Colosseum, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But apart from that, it's like... Whatever. I do recommend people to play it, though. Cool. Like, don't... Don't not play it because I just said that I'm sick of... Assassin's Creed. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> whatever. Um, what else have I been playing? I've been playing um, not much. I've been cool. playing a lot of iPhone games as usual because I just have a lot of time for them when I'm at work and the boss isn't watching and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Brisbane developer Fifth World, they're based in Kelvin Grove. They've just released their new title Hogtide, which is a bit of, it's a runner, and you're a, I guess, an outlaw riding on the back of a hog, as in a pig, not a Harley, and um, your pig <laughs> runs along, and there, there's five lines, and you swipe to swipe up or swipe down to move to the next line to like dodge obstacles as you're running along, mm. and you got to collect wenches. And bottles of rum, I guess. Of course, I guess it's rum. It has it has X's on the side of the bottle, <laughs> so I guess that's rum. Moonshine, yeah, it is moonshine actually. So you got wenches and moonshine, and beans, and you collect the beans to keep your fuel gauge up. And if your fuel gauge runs out, you die. So you've got to collect beans. Every bit of moonshine and wench that you pick up increases your bounty, and the point of the game is to get your bounty as high as possible, right? So most runners, the idea is to try and get as much distance. While there is a leaderboard for getting distance, the main goal is to get your bounty up, which means you've got to make the distance survive and whatnot, and collect up moonshine and wenches, which is a pretty good life. Yes. <laughs> anyway, um, as you're running along, little other pigs will come along behind you, and they are sheriff, sheriff pigs and they're trying to push you into obstacles and you've got to push them into obstacles and every time that you destroy a sheriff pig you get more points so it's pretty cool fun the controls were a bit um, they kind of took a little bit to get used to considering it's a swiping game that's a bit fr frustrating Yeah. but it's only a dollar twenty 
Australian. So seriously, what are the graphics like? Are they uh, you know, a bit cartoony? Or? It's just yeah, cartoony. Yeah, but it's pretty fun. You know, I'm probably missing something like that. I was wanted to talk about about it, but, but we're running out of time. Fun. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. So <laughs> and um, quickly, Infinity Blade, Game Book Adventure Five that we have a code to give away. I've been playing that. I like it. I enjoy that. I enjoy all game books. Um, and Ninjump for iPhone, which is like another runner except you're going vertical and you got to bounce off walls and avoid obstacles. It's whatever. Dead Space. Um, yeah, that'll do. Nice. Sounds like actually busy. Underworld. Underworlds for iOS is like a, it's Diablo for the iPhone. Nice. Seriously, fucking awesome game. Get it. That sounds like fun. That is a good endorsement. So, well, I've played two hours on it so far, and I could keep playing it still yeah. if I wasn't sidetracked by Hogtide. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, over to me, I guess. Um, I've I had a little go again this week of Bulletstorm. Um, played a little bit of Black Ops the other night. Uh, actually, last night my friend Daniel came over and um, we ended up playing FIFA and drinking beers until about 3 o'clock in the morning which was a bad idea um, <laughs> seeing I was up at 6 o'clock again to go to work um, you sounded alright on the phone this morning uh, yeah I, I don't know I can take it I'm, you know, I've had <coughs> excuse me I've been having children for 15 years so I don't that's painful yeah. for you yeah yeah <laughs> as, a, as a male <laughs> <laughs> it just means that I just don't sleep anymore. I'm, I'm used You've got to... a really sore hand. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> no, I don't actually. Um, but uh, anyway, um, that was I meant from holding Claire's hand while she's pushing them out. Oh, there you go. All right. I was not from beating what I off. Yeah. <laughs> making babies not baby juice it went dark very quickly where Matt was yeah. um, <laughs> I walked in and all the lights dimmed <laughs> um, so yeah I'm kind of used to not sleeping too much so that's alright um, for the iPad I suppose I've um, I've really only been you know, mucking around with it with some of the original games I've got um, I've actually tried out um the original Game Book Adventure 1 again because uh, I wanted to see how it ported across from the, the iPhone to the iPad. It's actually really good. It, I really like the update they've done to, to change the game style on, on an iPad and the way that you know, it's very, very similar, but just having it bigger and two pages and stuff, it's just yeah, it's much too, better. You hold it sideways, eh? Hey? Yeah, yeah. Hold it sideways, two pages. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Like a book. That's right, exactly. So that was pretty good. Um, I also got uh, a couple of uh, Toy Story games for my kids, and they've been going really well. They're, they're fun. There's a, a memory match game, uh, which gives you, I think, what is it? Uh, I think there's four across and six tiles down type thing, and it's basically just you know, memory match. Um, and then there's uh, another one which is inside the, um, the Toy Story 3, or the Toy Story actual game book basically uh, or not game book just movie book and it just shows you slides and it reads along for you and then there's a couple of games in it as well where you're one of the um, 
the Green Army men, and you're coming down from Andy's bedroom down onto the ground to go and check out the uh, the party to see what the toys were. And that's pretty good. You've got to you know, move it around and make sure you don't hit the pictures on the walls and balloons and shit like that. It was pretty fun. So that was good. Um, what else? I think you know, in regards to the other games I've been playing, that's pretty much it. I've been trying to hold back on actually spending much money on uh, on buying things. Um, I got an email the other day from PopCap saying they were having a, um, a complete pack sale for PC so you could get 51 games for um, 99.95 US, wow. which I thought was pretty cool because I love nearly every PopCap game I've ever played. They're very addictive. They're very wealth they, through. They did um, Peggle, didn't they? Was that PopCap? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, I think I think they did do Peggle. Mm. Yeah. Yep. And Plants vs Zombies. Plants vs Zombies. Yep. yep. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bejeweled like, and all that. That's right. I'm a big fan of um, PopCap games, so that's oh, that's going to be hard to stay away from. Yeah, I know. <laughs> also, I went over to a friend's house the other night, and we played some NBA Jam. Yeah, that was good fun. Well, there was three of us there, so we played some um, some three player on that. That was good fun. We ended up hating each other at the end of the to, night. I'm going to have to come over for that. That's like when we played Left 4 Dead and we were all in charge. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. And then at the end, you're just like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, come, fucking, come over here, man. I'm trying to fucking kill this zombie and you all run away. <laughs> anyway. Exactly. And then you so, had one person thinking it was fucking going to shoot cars just so the alarms would go on. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the horde! What fucking? <laughs> anyway, speaking of not buying things, your iPad that you've got—I was looking when you tweeted that you picked it up. I did a quick Google search for um, the top iPad games. Yep. Just because Jammy, Jammy was on Twitter talking about how the 3DS is fucking way better than the iPad. Never. For everything. Never. Well, whatever. I was like. I'm like, okay, I need a list of games so that I can prove him wrong. So, <laughs> there's a couple that I'll just throw out here for you. Infinity Blade, yeah. of course. Dead Space HD. Mm-hmm. Apparently is really good for the iPad. Civilization Revolution for iPad. Really? Which, Civilization Revolution was the port of Civilization sort of for Xbox, Xbox and... Yeah and PS3 so there's an iPad version it's 13 bucks so, so keep your eyes out for sales basically but that game would be totally worth 13 bucks I yeah. reckon well just just to let everyone know as well if you're if you're listening to this soon after it's released Big W Myers pretty much most places except for JB Hi-Fi at the moment have two $20 iTunes cards for 30 bucks so oh. there's 40 bucks worth of iTunes money. You can go and pick up a whole shit ton of games. 25% off. Boom. There you go. So now <laughs> Civilization Revolution's only costing you whatever. That's right. Um, whatever. Angry Birds HD. Yeah, I got that. That's pretty good fun. Field Runners. If you like um, Tower Defense, Field Runners. It's available on PSN, I think, as well as a mini. Cool. And it's basically Tower Defense. You build your towers and kill the baddies. Flight Control HD for a bit of shits and giggles. Foosball. I'm just looking through this list now. Sounds Fruit good. Ninja HD. You can do two-player on the same iPad. Oh, that's pretty good. 
so you one of you on each end like boom 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 yep that'd be pretty cool that would be well I've got the uh, that's five bucks I've got the original Fruit Ninja but I don't think I've got the um the HD so does I might have to update does that go onto the iPad or does, do you have to have yeah. the HD one no it's pretty good actually I, I was a bit concerned about how it would work but if they come up any game that you that I have for my iPhone, they actually come up as you know the size of the screen of the iPhone, so you can play them in the same resolution, or you can pretty much make it full screen. It does affect the actual resolution. You can do it with anything. Any of the iPhone apps will go into full screen mode on the iPad, but um, it does affect the resolution. So, for instance, uh, you know if you were going to use Skype, then um, you, know, you can just go full screen, but it actually makes all the pictures of people and, and the actual text look a bit uh, 8-bit almost. So um, it's pretty cool, though. I really like how they've done that because it just means that all the shit that I've purchased for the iPhone over the last 12 months, uh, I can use on the iPad, and it it's just yeah. a bit more user-friendly. Well, so, some of the stuff ports over straight away anyway. Like, yeah. For, designed for iPad. Mirror's Edge is apparently awesome. Osmos, I think, I'm pretty sure I've heard a shitload of people talk about Osmos, mm. saying that it's like one of the greatest games. Of course, Plants vs. Zombies HD, Real Racing HD, they're coming out, um, we'll talk about this later, I think, when we talk about the iPad 2 and Fire Mint, but they've, um, they've been working on Real, or maybe even next week, but Real Racing 2... HD is not out. Real Racing HD is out for the iPad, but the second one they're making for the iPad too, with like heaps better graphics and everything. Yeah. But um, apparently Real Racing HD was kind of a a showpiece for the iPad. Mm, great. But um, yep. And what Scrabble? And then uh, I'm at the last page now, so just relax. <laughs> I'm just gonna um, cut out all right, of this. Chess. It's going to. <laughs> you know. Oh, you know. You know multiplayer. There you go. That'd be play some good. multiplayer. You know, and chess, so you can play chess with your kids and shit. Yeah, see, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> chess is good fun. Charlie's playing chess anyway, now, so he's enjoying so, it. I just love the yeah. uh, the ability to to you know just have everything you know, with me on either one of the devices. You know, you can get you know the fiftieth anniversary of the Cat in the Hat books have all come out on the iPad. So I can sit there and go through the books with the kids. Anyway, moving right Onto along. the news. Yeah, so we'll get straight into the news <laughs> now that you know what we've been playing and what I want to play. And just what in you case, buy for an iPad. If you well, that's one. right. Just in case you missed it, you now know that I've got an iPad. So. <laughs> so. so much for uh, for uh, not mentioning the uh, iPad again. You know, <laughs> so far into this podcast, I'm almost tempted to create a drinking game out of this recording. You know, anytime iPod iPad is mentioned, have a shot. You'll be wasted. There you go. <laughs> we should just do that while we're recording. This sounds like fun. That's great. Should, should I go? I'll go grab a little esky bag because yeah. I don't have to keep running back to the fridge. <laughs> yeah, there might be a little bit of dead air because I'll probably have to duck out down the bottle or something like that. There we go. Anyway, news. Bam, go right, news. Done. So, <laughs> Firemint we'll start with at uh, the GDC announced their new game called Agent Squeak. Pretty much the premise of the game is that... Uh, uh, you're a little mouse and you're running around got to try and get some cheeses and things like that um, I've seen some of the pictures of it it looks you know, it looks fun 
uh, firemen are known for their quality of game so this will just uh, add to their repertoire it's a bit cartoony compared to the, the uh, realistic uh, look of um, you know, real racing and real racing 2 which really are pushing the boundaries of it but um, just a different uh, a different kind of game for them so I'm looking forward to what's coming out the CEO of Firemint, Rob Murray, he's just come out and they've obviously been pimping this new game to get a bit of press coverage for it. But the, he's come out and said that he would like... he We want this to be the Mario of the iPhone gaming world. It's a big call. So it is a big call. But, it, I mean, it looks pretty cool. It uses the same kind of thing as flight control. You drag your finger around to guide the mouse around. A cat comes, you got to bail. Like, get out of dodge because you will be eaten and yeah that's basically it I mean that's not basically it that's what I'm going to say about it because <laughs> I have no idea what about anything else about it exactly <laughs> that was awesome next <laughs> do, you, do you have any comments on this do you have any comments on this mousy game Susie um, your cats probably no. would play it on an iPad uh yeah, when it when it comes to them, they're not exactly the uh, the predator type, so <laughs> they probably just try and start a tea party with it or something. Do they do they enjoy playing iPad games? Uh, well, I don't have one. Um, oh, yeah, I do. Get over there. Yeah. Drink, drink. They do re- like actually watch the TV when I'm playing like Call of Duty or something like that, which is kind of funny they're like oh so that's how you kill them that's right <laughs> getting hints and tips for when you're out at the same time that uh, Fireman came out about Agent Squeak Halfbrick also came out about their new game called uh, Machine Gun Jetpack now from what stills I've seen of this game it's uh, it, it's still in the same vein as Monster Dash except you've, you've got a jetpack on yeah it, you know, part of the acceleration is that it, it shoots and it drops bombs on the things underneath it and things are trying to come and get you and so on and so on so you fly up and down and move around the screen well for for anyone who's played Monster Dash the um, the main character is Barry, Barry Steak Fries which is a jolly old good name <laughs> and he um, in Monster Dash basically a runner you running along two buttons I think I mentioned this yeah. in the last episode. We did, yeah. Yeah, you shoot. You can pick up in Monster Dash. You can pick up weapons as you go along, and one of them is the machine gun jetpack, which is where they got the idea for this game. And it's basically a, a backpack with a machine gun aiming down, and when you shoot, it lifts you up, obviously. And this is an entire game based on that. Nice. So, I mean, there's there's a few videos out there on like Destructoid and Touch Arcade and stuff like that. But uh, basically, you use the jetpack to dodge baddies and electricity and laser beams and things of that nature, and try to get as far as you can and collect coins, which is new because there's no coins in Monster Dash. But it's basically a successor to Monster Dash. Well, it sounds like fun because Monster Dash was a, a fun game. Uh, addictive as. Yeah. All of those runner games, man, I don't know what it is about them, but they keep you coming back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that At is least true. they keep me coming back. Spending And more. Ashley's Ashley's pretty addicted to Monster Dash and Ninjump as well, the um that vertical runner. Yep. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So the other thing that we wanted to touch on quickly was the fact that the iPad two is coming out, which is one of the reasons why I've now got an iPad one. 
Apple's basically come out and just slashed their prices across the board on the original iPads. Big W here in Australia is offering the original iPad Wi-Fi 16 gigabytes for 395 bucks. Now, I was heading to the shops to go and pick one of these up. Turns out that a friend of mine is going to be upgrading very soon. So he said to me, we'll come and grab my old one. So I was pretty stoked with that. So I went and got, got one off him. As you would be. Yes. Drink. <laughs> a few drinks in there. Like it went from 650 bucks for the the very basic model down to 400 bucks in a very very short amount of time because you know i think they only announced it three days prior to that that the ipad 2 was coming out but um the the new one there's been a fair few upgrades to it and you know starting to read a few things about what that's going to mean to the gaming industry on on the ipad itself they've upgraded the cpu they haven't really upgraded a lot of things in regards to the memory just the upgrade to the actual processor means that it can do more. It can have more you know, pixels on a screen. You can do, you know, just push it a little bit further. And I was reading an article today that was put out by Unity. Pretty much the, uh, or the, the chief, Nicholas Francis, came out and said they can really fine tune the ability you know, of, of Unity and optimize to run fantastically on the iPad. So yeah, basically, uh, you know, Unity is going to come out and, and make it a bit easier for people to just make the next level of gaming for the iPad 2, which I'm pretty excited about. I mean, I'm obviously not going to get an iPad 2 now because I've got just got picked up the iPad 1, but I'm really excited to see what's going to come out because those types of things are going to trickle down, obviously, with uh, you know, firmware updates and those types of things. They'll dumb those games down a little bit for the iPad and probably even for the iPhone and, and iPod Touches. It'll be interesting to see what types of things are going to be created now. So, Well, they, I mean, further down the line, they might even still be able to update the OS for the, the first, the original iPad to improve its performance anyway. So, And from a game developer point of view, they we mentioned last week that the Unreal development kit is free for people who... For companies that earned under fifty under fifty thousand mm-hmm. per year, yep. So I'm sure that'll play a big part because obviously Infinity Blades one of one of the you know showcase games for an iPad, and that's run on the Unreal Engine. So that's right. There, I I don't see Epic Games not taking advantage of the power of like nine times better graphics that the iPad 2 is supposed to have. So mm-hmm. anyway, that's due out what in three weeks yeah 25th or something yeah it's not far off now so yeah from coming 25th out 25th of March that's a pretty quick release like hey we've got this you can buy it in three weeks that's right that's uh, how they that's how all companies should roll because right now I'm jonesing for a fucking PSP too <laughs> <laughs> jeez Jobs is going to be around your house just you know tempting you with it what are you going to do? I'm going to be like, <laughs> I'm going to win the lottery and I'm going to buy two. Fuck it. <laughs> You're going to need to. <laughs> You're going to need to. Then what are you going to do? Jobs? Exactly. Get a new job. <laughs> He's too sick for a Whatever. new job anyway. So moving right along, Homefront is a game that I'm actually really excited for. There's been a lot of trailers just coming out very recently and one of the trailers that... that 
caught our eye, I suppose, was the uh, the multiplayer that multiplayer preview. Now, the it starts off just as you know, as any trailer does, and then it actually has a lot of discussion points from the developers and what they did, and you know what they've decided to try and put into the game to differentiate this game from other games. Online shooters are basically a dime a dozen now, and there's still so many people playing even older versions of the games that it's, there's a bit of saturation in the market really, and you, know, you need to be able to give yourself a bit of an edge. So the trailer I thought I thought was fantastic. These guys have done a good job. The game I believe is actually really going to live up to the hype, and I'm really hoping that uh, it does have something that's going to really set it apart from everything else. One of the things that they mentioned was they're really trying to put you in the scenario of being in a war, kind of like with um, I guess some of the old or the beginning scene, sorry, of Modern Warfare, the original Modern Warfare, where you know, you're running through sections and there's you know, tanks and trucks rolling up and there's you know, planes flying overhead and you know, all this kind of stuff's happening all at once. What they're saying is going to happen in this is it's just going to be a lot more intense and you'll actually, you know, you'll be able to notice those kinds of things. They'll be more interactive with what you're doing and you know, it'll, it'll really put you more in the position of being a foot soldier or being in the plane or being in the tra- in the tank or whatever. Did you guys watch the trailers at all? Uh, yeah, I did actually. Uh, I'm not sure if I've seen the one that you were just describing as yet, but I did see one uh, not that long ago, which, you know, I this is a game I've been waiting, you know, since the first announcement for. So I'm really hoping that it's offering something that little bit different from the usual. So... Um, the concept of it, I think, is amazing. Um, you know, sort of being modern times, and I suppose, like, even seeing the footage of, um, you know, looking at the Golden Gate Bridge under those circumstances, just almost gave me chills. Imagining that that's what it would be, so um, it looks amazing. Well, we've got another week for it to see for ourselves. Yeah, hopefully they don't decide now to push it back for any stupid reason. Yeah. But I can't see that happening. No. Well, I know nothing about Homefront. I haven't followed it at all. I'm not really a shooter kind of guy, but it looks pretty cool. So, yeah. whatever. <laughs> You're a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> well, He's a hack and slasher, not a fighter. Not a shooter. When I, I'll probably play it, because no doubt my mate Corey, little Cosa, he'll um, no doubt pick it up. So... He's my F- FPS go-to man. Yeah, he certainly is. Yeah, he's a good player. So I'll check that out. I'll check that out over there. Yeah, the bastard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like, why? Will you come over to my place and play Black Ops? Why aren't you playing Capture the Flag with the rest of us? I'm like, fuck Capture the Flag, man. <laughs> <laughs> As if I, I want... I need gratification. That's right. <laughs> if I'm killing people, I need people to know that I... You know, haven't just died this whole time, which I usually do. <laughs> yeah, I know. Anyway. There's a lot of that going on normally. So, uh, you know, Homefront, you know, the the preface is that, uh, you know, America's been um, invaded by China. I'm 
pretty sure it's China. Uh, Korea. Korea. Yeah, I, th- I Korea. thought that was going to be the case as soon as I, I actually... said it. I that. <laughs> yeah. And as soon as you look at the it's picture cool. of the front, it's a, yeah, anyway. <laughs> so, I'll yeah. just be quiet. No, be cool. That would be a cool story. It's uh, But what is it? North and South Korea join up. Yeah, and then they're they, like, North and South up. Korea form an alliance. And um, Kim Jong-il dies and his son takes over. Um, and yeah, they basically invade the U.S. As you would. Uh, I heard somewhere mm. they, they like do an EM, an electromagnetic pulse and knock out all of America's defenses. Yeah. And then yeah. just march on in. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah, it's good a, luck to him. Yeah, it's a good story. <laughs> <laughs> Takes the focus yeah, off us. I'm pretty sure the <laughs> Americans have nukes in subs, in submarines, sitting off the coast of North Korea right now. <laughs> Just wait. Waiting for the release of this game. <laughs> Just waiting for Kim Jong-il to die and his son to take over and go, you know what dad never thought of? Stampede <laughs> exactly. them. <laughs> what did he think of that? Crazy. I remember and when John was like, "I'm so lonely." Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> when the anyway. uh, first uh, developer diary uh, came out for Homefront, like I was watching it and like listening to what they were saying about that whole concept, and I'm like, "Wow, you know, that really happened. That's really scary." And about a week later, on the news was when North and South Korea start fighting, kiss and make bombing each other. Yeah, oh. and I'm like, cool, that's a relief. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, all right, that, that's basically <laughs> going to finish up our main news topics for this week. Um, Matt was supposed to be keeping an eye on the time, and I think he's yeah, I have. broken. We've, no, we've actually done pretty well on that news one. We went over on the beginning, but don't worry about it. Whatever. Because we can make it up now in the... Um, Push on. This is, a new, this is my quick-fire news. Dun, 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 Things dun, dun, dun. that... I, yeah, so hey, loop that, loop that behind me. <laughs> so this is new stuff that we probably don't have time to discuss because we will get sidetracked and this will be a three-hour-long episode. So we quick find news, just things that we're going to hit off real quick. Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment have announced that they plan to appeal the refusal of classification for Mortal Kombat on the grounds that there's plenty of other games already in Australia that are just as violent, which is seems pretty legit to me. And they did suggest... Uh, oh, I think it's yeah, completely legitimate. Um, they did suggest during GDC in an interview with the um, one of the developers that they will not uh, look to change any of the content of the game because it would uh, you know, basically yeah. mean that they were no longer satisfied with its um, completion. So I can understand yeah. that. So I, I reckon fair that's, cop. yeah, it's fair cop. Yeah, they're just going to put it back in exactly the same as it is and go, have another look, fellas, and wake up to yourselves. Well, it's going to cost them, um, just to appeal, it costs eight grand for them to put that forward. But, I mean, when you're talking yeah, about a game like Mortal Kombat, grand, yeah, when you're talking about a, co- a company like Warner Brothers, yeah, seriously, someone just nothing. pissed away eight grand walking down the street it fell out of their pocket they didn't even notice damn I wish I was walking behind that person yeah anyway. <laughs> so next Saints Row the Third has been announced I didn't read this article so I'm just going to say that Saints Row 2 was good I didn't play Saints Row 1 yeah I didn't play Saints Row 1 Saints Row 2 I'm waiting to download now that I've got unlimited internet because it's a double dual layer DVD thingy to download so it's 14 and a half gigabytes 
from Steam. From Steam, yeah. Cost me two bucks, but it's gonna cost me about eight weeks in internet. So it's a good game. I really enjoyed Saints Row too. So, but yeah, it's got a lot of cool side quests. Anyway, third one's been announced, so right that'll be good. Yeah. Next, Epic Games president Mike Caps was doing a, I guess a interview or something at GDC maybe a press conference <laughs> yep. and he came out he looked at whatever he was talking about <laughs> Gears of War the trilogy for Gears of War and he mentioned that um, he would like to be able to bring the Gears of War trilogy to the PS3 he didn't actually say that they were planning to or that there was any talk of that yet at this point ever like nothing he just said basically nice. I'd like to I'd like to be able to take all the kill zone and resistance players for myself, basically, and their money. Of course. So, yeah. You know, it's all about making money. It'll never happen. Well, I mean, it'd be nice, but again, probably will never happen. No, but Microsoft will make sure that never happens. Yeah, well, they've lost um, Mass Effect as a exclusive. That's right. Which is a big because that game's fucking awesome. Yeah. It'll be like, uh, you know, bringing Uncharted to the Xbox. It's just never, ever going to happen. What about Halo? Well, that's it. Gears of War is like the... Apart from Halo, yeah, Gears right. of War wars up, basically. It's one right? of the reasons to own an Xbox for Gears of War. Mm. So The main reason you own an Xbox is because the fucking online is 100 times better mm. than the PS3. True. The PS3 has the best games for exclusives but for cross-platform you go Xbox but purely for the fact that you get a better online experience mm. so what do you know you fucking I mean, PS3 fanboy moving on because <laughs> hey well, anyway uh, um, woo up he 3DS, says this quickfire thing this quickfire thing is not working as good as I thought it would <laughs> but it's still going good 3DS two things about the 3DS last week we mentioned that the 3DS within an hour of being released in how many times so I said 3DS within an hour of the Japanese release there was a video on the internet of the 3DS running the flash cart what R4 flash cart the, basically the hack flash cart which lets you play all the backup copies of games we, we're saying backup when we really are saying stolen pirated anyway the 3DS it's come out I just keep saying 3DS they've they've come out and said that the 3DS can detect and record attempts at using piracy pirated um, flash cards so if you use one in your 3DS there'll be a note in the system somewhere saying that you used one and Nintendo will be able to brick your unit maybe and also um, trade in places if you take it in they'll be able to check the system to see if it's run hacked stuff and you they won't let you basically trade it in I don't know the scope of that across retailers but um, it's definitely something interesting the link will be all the links for all this stuff will be in the show notes so if you're interested in that kind of stuff like I mean hopefully there's no pirates listening well, it's good to have, have a bit of a look at it anyway. I mean, to be honest, um, it it you know, begs a question, is it acceptable for them to actually brick your console? I know I understand the piracy issues and all that kind of shit, but seriously, you buy a piece of hardware, you own that piece of hardware, and if you decide to do stupid uh-huh. shit with it, then they should just be able to ban you from 
you know, certain functionality in it or something like that. But if they completely brick that like thing... Like running cartridges? Well, you know, something along those lines. But if they just completely yeah, if brick using... it, then you know, that's just insane. No, it's not. It is. They're it's like, you know, buying a car and then... That you've used... Yeah. No. Used they're, it. they're bringing it because they have proof to show that you were using a illegitimate flash card. Flash card in there. So you've been playing hacked games, pirated games. Get the fuck out, basically. Yeah, I realise that. But, I mean, to be honest, you, it, I just think it's a bit harsh. It's like, you know, you buy yourself a, a Ford and then you go and get the engine replaced and you put in a, a Commodore's engine into the Falcon and all of a sudden you know, well in a way yes it is but it's still your fucking property they can't just come that's along. like buying a car and going and stealing petrol for it yeah exactly but they're not going to make <laughs> it's totally okay no they're not just going to you know say that's it from now on this car can never ever be driven again no they'll throw you in jail yeah and I then, suppose it's like the notion of, of playing games that you didn't actually pay for. And and that's something, like, you know, for me personally, like if uh, I see people that, you know, have hacked Xboxes and things, they just download the games off torrent sites and whatever. Um, and I, you know, knew people that did that with Bad Company too. And that really bugs me because, I mean, I paid money for it. And um, I mean, games in Australia are not cheap. Hell no. Um, and so, you know, I appreciate that when it comes to actually, you know, getting copies of games and, and doing it that way, well, then it, it serves a purpose. Um, so far as, like, I mean, if they were to limit it to, like, you, you couldn't play multiplayer or, um, you know, things like that, fair enough. But if they're going to go to that extreme to actually stop people or prevent them from you know, thinking it's okay to steal games, then, you know, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's just something to hold over the heads of the pirates. And at this point, the only things, the only hacked games that you can play on a 3DS are original DS games. If you want to play pirated DS games, why the fuck are you doing it on a 3DS? Why don't you buy a DSi XL or something where they're not going to yeah. brick it? True. Like, if you must... It makes no fucking difference anyway. They're not mm. really upscaling it, are they? Uh, I don't know. I don't. Yeah, fair but, enough. You know, I think it's just <laughs> something to hold over the heads, you know? Mm. Yeah, true. So, whatever. So, anyway, moving on. Keeping um, on the 3DS but, and saying 3DS another 100,000 times. Yeah. <laughs> the battery life. Yeah. Battery life, they reckon, may be fixed. So... Yep, the... The, the company Nyko has come out with PowerPack Plus, which is basically you rip off the battery off the back of your 3DS, chuck this one on, doubles the battery life, and it's only $20 US. Boom. So that's pretty cool because they were saying that it's playing a 3D game with 3D switched on three to five hours of gameplay time. Ridiculous. Which is kind of shitty. Yeah. Very much shitty. So that's just a quick one. And um, uh, Sony have won a court order against Bluehost, Google, Twitter, and YouTube to hand over identifying information about all individuals who ac- accessed George, George Hotz, aka GeoHotz, websites, videos, and hack. So if you visited his website, Sony now have your IP address and any other information that they've managed to scrounge up about you from those four companies. 
and they will be using it to track down people who've downloaded copies of the hack information. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's pretty heavy news, if you ask me. It is. I mean, if they start throwing their weight around, then it could get out of hand. Yeah, well, you look at like the RIAA in America, the recording industry, whatever, um, with MP3s, mm. tracking down people who downloaded MP3s and um, prosecuting them, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, they're obviously not going to just go, you visited Geohot's site, you're fucked. Because, obviously, heaps of press and stuff like that. Like, I went to the site just to have a look. I have no intention of hacking my PS3 because I fucking love my PS3. <laughs> and um, I think Geohot's a total douche, but that's another fucking... We've already had that conversation, I'm pretty sure. Yes, I think but, everyone's um, had that conversation. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. basically... they'll they'll If you've downloaded the hack, it's now much easier for Sony to know that you did that. And if you try to distribute it, I guarantee they'll fucking be on you like stink on shit mm. lovely mm-hmm. sounds delicious so that's the quick fire the not so quick fire news that's right damn that 3DS and piracy totally fucked us <laughs> <laughs> yet again <laughs> alright well we're going to take a bit of a break at this point when we come back we're going to get some uh, uh, in-depth discussion going on with Susie and try and find out a little bit more about her and what she's up to so yeah, we'll take a bit of a break and uh, hang around. We'll talk to you soon. Or you'll hear us talk. Nick, give him your wallet. What for? He's got a knife. <laughs> That's not a knife. That's a knife. I'm Tim Wall-Sater from the Game Taco podcast down in Melbourne. You're listening to Drop Bear Gaming. They are awesome. They're from Brisbane. Everyone in Brisbane who's interested in games needs to listen to them because they're cool. And then I'll think you're cool. And then if I think you're cool, that really makes you cool. And then these guys will think you're cool because I think that you're cool. See, it's all about being cool. Just like you're back in high school. Does anything else I can do to leverage your subvert your self-confidence or your sense of guilt and social obligation? Yeah, let me know. I'll do that for you. Uh, welcome back, everyone. I was going to talk about Dragon Age 2, the demo, a little bit here. Since we're recording on a Wednesday, the 9th, it's just come out in America today, which is actually yesterday in America, the 8th. Whoa. And it comes out here tomorrow for us. Which is the tenth? Is that confused? <laughs> We're in a time paradox. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it comes out tomorrow here. Dragon what are you Age talking 2. about? The demo's duck. been out. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Flux capacitors. <laughs> um. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just funny job. That was awesome. Uh, the lightning bolt on the clock tower. That's all I'm seeing. Ah, <laughs> um, oh, fuck. You've got to have them. Seriously, every podcast has to have, has to mention the light lightning bolt clock tower scene. <laughs> Get anyway, on with it. Um, <laughs> uh, Dragon Age Two demo has been out for what two weeks, yep. three weeks, a month, whatever. Oh. I like it. Luke hates it. Lots of people like it. Lots of people don't like it. Whatever. The game comes out tomorrow here. I'm gonna be playing it for sure. I love that shit. <laughs> And um, 
Lucas doesn't. So what I'm going to do is, instead of talking about it here, we're going to do a sideshow sort of thing on the same feed as Drop Bear Gaming, featuring myself as the host, because Lucas hates Dragon Age, so yes. he's like, fuck that. Yeah. And um, he's probably just going to play with his iPad, whatever. Yeah, um, play a real game. And it'll be... <laughs> Righto, righto. <laughs> so it'll be me, Philosophy, who joined us from the Community Voice Network from, on episode four. He'll be on there. And a super special secret third chair Whoa. that I haven't confirmed yet. <laughs> Bam. So thanks so, for that. The kind, of, the kind of things we'll be talking about is Dragon Age 2, Dragon Age 2, Dragon Age 2, and Dragon Age 2. Yep, well, I see. And are you guys going to be talking about Dragon Age 2 as well? Maybe if we have time. If it's got anything to do with me, we'll be talking about iPads. <laughs> yeah, no. He won't be there. Okay. We might talk about a possible future port of Dragon Age 2 to the iPad yes. and how much it would not be any good. Yeah, that'd be shit anyway. <laughs> so, moving right along. Look for that in the next week or two, hopefully. Yes. Sounds Bam. like a snorefest. Anyway, I just wasn't a big fan of the Dragon Age 2 um, demo, so that's why I'm hating that's on it right now. give it a chance. Yeah, I didn't have, didn't have the time to give it a chance. Anyway, so anyway. glad we're, we're finished talking about Dragon Age 2. Okay. iPad, iPad, iPad. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> Damn it. You took the iPad right out of my mouth. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> you fuck. I just don't know how you fit it in, in there. <laughs> that's what she said. Oh, that's just terribly rude. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. That was awesome. Susie. Yes. <laughs> it's it's a wonderful pleasure to have you on the show with us. And um, it's about that time of the show where we are going to get to know you a little bit. All right. If you are willing to All right. Sure. Share. Why not? You know, while, while I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> In between talking about iPads, Dragon Age 2, and 3DS. And iPads. That's it, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> we just want everyone to drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I guess, I'll start off. I, I understand from your website, um, you're you're a woman, yes, firstly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you're, uh, you're a coder, is that right? A, a web designer, is that correct? Uh, yeah, well, I used to many, many moons ago. Um, now, nowadays, it's just so easy with uh, WordPress, so that does all the thinking for me most of the time. But you know, um, when I sort of uh, started in the world of the internet, it was uh, HTML coding and uh, all that fun stuff. So not so much coding anymore, but uh, it used to back in the day. Yep. Fair enough, and that's yeah. those yeah. the sites that you created uh, you know, for yourself, I suppose, were, were more your own blogging sites. Yeah, um, back then they were like the uh, the cam girls, as such. They uh, were the blog sites where you know you had a cam picture, and you just it, it was almost like live journal in a way. You just wrote about your day and things that you got up to, and. Um, you had webcam pictures of yourself so um um and that was uh looking back on it i think it was quite revolutionary because you didn't really have blog sites like you do these days but i sort of i guess when i stopped doing it 
you know, a lot of girls were, they had the PayPal buttons on their sites and I just didn't really want people paying me money to post the pictures, really. Fair enough. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So um, I kind of sort of uh, put all that on the back burner for a number of years and uh, last year I started writing again. So here I am. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's always nice to know that somebody's uh, got an opinion out there Mm. and the internet's the perfect place to go and share that opinion, I think. Yeah. Definitely. Whether other whether other people like it or not. That's right. You can just put it out there. <laughs> How did you get into, I guess, uh, you know, journalism for gaming? Uh, well, it was kind of funny in a way because um, uh, being the uh, Twitter addict that I am and sort of mingling with other gamers and things on there, um, when... Game, it was when Game and Train uh, was starting out last year, and uh, Eric, who uh, is basically the owner of the site, you know, was tweeting about this new site that he'd started about video games and fitness, and basically uh, combining those two elements to the one site. And it was around about the time Connect had come out, and I remember tweeting to him, you know, your site's pretty cool, given that you are so into fitness, you know, you really need. Uh, like the connect spotlight on there and he basically said you're right and how about you do it (laughs) (laughs) um, straight back at you yeah that's pretty much pretty much uh how it all began as far as me sort of actually doing the writing again so yeah um which is pretty cool yeah it is (laughs) yeah with your article about the connect what types Mm -hmm. of things do you like to cover on that um now these days I'm finding it's probably a little bit tricky with what to cover because uh, Connect News has been a bit quiet. True. Um, you know, it had a number of titles at launch, which was fantastic. Um, but certainly over the last few months, you know, nothing has really been released. Um, there's still a lot of whispers about what's coming out in future. So. When it first started, it was mainly just reviews of the games that I had picked up. I suppose, like you know, on a fitness level, I was I was playing Connect and actually sort of getting fit without even you know, that wasn't even part of the plan. <laughs> uh, Tricked into getting fit. That sounds pretty terrible. Much, pretty much. Well, I, I I used to do dancing when I was much younger, and um, that is something I have just always loved to do. And when I saw what Dance Central was going to be like, you know, that was the game I wanted. And I just played so much of it that you know, I was just starting to notice the, the benefits of it. I thought, man, this is actually doing stuff. Yeah. And I'm actually enjoying it. Well, it was a, it was a, it's a great game. And it's by far mm-hmm. probably the best game so far that's come out yes. for the Kinect. I, I actually bought the Kinect Day 1 as well. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't continued using it I suppose um, which is a bit of a shame but my kids still try and fire it up every now and again they've got uh, connectimals and they like the uh, adventures and things like that so it's a good idea it's a good piece of hardware I, I just have always found it to be um, I, I mean I, I still find it amazing and I know there's a lot of people out there that aren't a fan um, and it's, it's not a one size fits all 
piece of technology. You know, you are going to have people that go, well, I'll play it once and, and you know, and that's fine. I probably don't play it as much nowadays as I did when I first got it. But, um, I mean, my brother actually lives overseas in Canada and he and I play connect sports against each other. And, you know, to me, that's, you know, we're able to be interactive. We play a game, have a laugh and, you know, all that sort of stuff. Um, Connected. And it's also... It is. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Someone had to do it. Gee. Come on. And then, of course, you know, when the cats misbehave, you know, I sort of, you know, shake my fist at them and say, if you keep that up, I'm getting connect them all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm replacing you digitally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So. The other the other things that you're involved with, 1,000 Fraggers and the, the 1081 creations um how did you get involved with uh with those sites well i came across uh 1000 fraggers when they first started up and it's basically uh like a a facebook for gamers really um and a lot of people say you know they they love it because it's like being on facebook but without the annoying family (laughs) (laughs) um and um you know farm bill yeah, no fumble, but you can still poke people, which is great. Um, <laughs> um, I love poking people. Oh, you should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, sorry about that. Um, Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, you know, everyone at some stage will go to a gaming community. They'll sign up. They'll play in the forums. You know, things like that. I always found myself doing that and really not going back again. Um, it always seemed a bit stagnant or, you know, you'd look at the forums and people would be getting into arguments over, you know, Xbox is better than PlayStation and PC misses out and it, just all, all of that sort of angsty stuff that, you know, really, who cares? Um, yeah, but, true. Um, I've found that at least with 1000 Fraggers, you know, no one cares what platform you play. Um, you know, they have a clan spotlight. They have the forums. It's it's really quite nice to actually go in there and, you know, even put posts about gaming from your site in the main feed and it's not regarded as spamming. And, and everyone has a laugh. People just get along, and it is so rare to see on you know forum sites in particular. So I Very sort true. of hung around, mm. and um, you know, still every cool. every day I log in, you know, send a few messages, post a few game videos, you know, check out what everyone else is doing. So um, that's pretty much where that came into play, and um, uh, with the one hundred eight one creations, uh, that's my uh, friend uh, known as Eyes of Phases or EOP, that's his blog site really, uh, where he, similar to to mine, I would say he was a big inspiration for my site, you know, to write about anything that you do and you like, like music, games, comics, you know, all that sort of stuff. And um, basically for anything under that category, I can sort of, put it on his site and you know, he's quite successful with it you mentioned on your site that you're a, a uh, an avid guitar player yes 
try to be. <laughs> <laughs> and has, has that I'm kind probably, of... Uh, I'm probably better at Guitar Hero than a real guitar these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I started uh, playing guitar uh, 11 years ago and um, sort of through school played. Um, I wish I probably played as much. If I played my guitar as much as ga I did with video games, then, you know, it would be pretty cool. But I just... <laughs> Every now and again, I'll I'll pick it up and play, but um, that I might right now I've got my eyes set on actually getting a drum kit. Wow! <laughs> trying to learn that. Your neighbours <laughs> love that. Totally. I live in a complex too. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> I love that on your site you say your all-time favourite band is Pantera. That's excellent. Yes. yes. Yeah, I went and saw Pantera live many many years ago yeah. when they came to to Brizzy um, yeah. that was good fun pretty sure Pantera were one of the first heavy metal bands or like of that style that I ever heard I um back in high school this there was I went to school at Indrapilly High and there was a lot of um exchange students there and there was yeah. this Japanese fellow that I was pretty good friends with and one day he was like um he had a discman and I was jealous because I didn't have a discman I was like damn it didn't even have any discs <laughs> but yeah exactly <laughs> and he goes it was it was like lunch or something and he goes here check this out tell me what you think and it was Pantera uh, oh vulgar display yeah it's oh, vulgar, vulgar display, display of power. Power. yeah that's yep. shit he's, he's put that on and I've started listening to it and I've been like holy shit and then yeah. I ended up basically confiscating his discman for the next two days <laughs> and listening to Pantera on repeat yeah. in class yeah. I was like yeah teacher walk <laughs> bitch <laughs> <laughs> so yeah very nice just thought I'd yeah. share that with you thank you Good. anyway back to our super special guest Enough the more you know oh yes yeah, sorry um, okay moving right along <laughs> On your page, it says that your favourite superhero is Batman. Yes. Arkham Asylum. What do you think of it? Have you played it? Uh, yes, yeah, I did. I did actually play Arkham Asylum, and uh, I am looking forward to the second one. Um, I as well, I really, right? I really, I thought Arkham Asylum was was great fun. Um, you know, particularly with all the sort of gadgets like the exploding gel and um hell yeah oh what else did he have it's been it's been a long time since i played it um i must say like the scarecrow sequences to it uh i know the first time i went to play it uh i heard you know just listening to the swirling whispers you know all that ghosty stuff just yep. absolutely freaked the hell out of me i'm a real wuss when it comes to a lot of scary things in games um, and when that all happened in the morgue, I rem I just had to turn it off. I I couldn't <laughs> couldn't go through with it. It's just silly. And um, I ended up finishing the first uh, scarecrow sequence the following day at like ten in the morning. You know, all the windows were open, so the sun was shining, and uh, I had my uh, iPod plugged in, listening to Billy Idol's greatest hits. <laughs> <laughs> what a come down Scarecrow's trying to Scarecrow's trying to scare you and you're like it's a nice day for a white wedding yeah, pretty, pretty much um, yeah a bit of rebel yell got me through and um, 
Excellent. Yeah, got that. And then I found out that there was a second <laughs> scarecrow bit and a third and then <laughs> truck. And I just thought, oh boy, this game is really testing me. But no, I, I loved it and I loved the uh, character bios that they had because... Oh, you know, yeah, I was going to mention that. I fucking loved yeah. that. That was my favourite thing. Yeah, and the the references to the comics and, and all that sort of stuff yeah. was just you know, spot on. I love doing the Riddlers. Um, riddles? The challenges. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was a great game. Yeah, you say on here that you're a, a DC fan before Marvel, which I think is kind of rare these days with all the Marvel movies. Yeah. You know, putting Marvel in the mainstream, it's pretty rare to find a someone who's more a DC fan. I think yeah. personally I'm a bit more of a DC fan. Probably because of Batman as well. Just, yeah, um, I've probably it's more I, of a I real guess, character. Yeah, it's it's yeah. the whole Marvel vs DC thing's been a bit of a maybe a bit of a handicap for me. Um, for everyone that I speak to about it, you know, basically just says no, it's Marvel. And I, you know, got into comics when I was about two or three because we had this book called uh, The Super Dictionary and um, it was actually my brother's, I think it came out in the 70s and it was basically learning the alphabet through snippets of comics that had that word featured so I learnt all those characters while I was learning to read and that's pretty much where yeah. where awesome. uh, yeah, Man, yeah check, I reckon next time Lifeline Book Fest is on, track that <laughs> shit down <laughs> Um, I did see a copy of it on eBay um, for like $50 or something. Wow. Um, not That'd that long ago. That would be awesome. Yeah, no, I still, I still have it in my bookshelf. It's, it's easily, you know, one of those books that you'll, I'll never get rid of. But that, I probably wasn't introduced to Marvel till, you know, sort of years on. But by that stage, I'd already sort of, you know, knew and lived and breathed everything DC. So, um... You know, I still like Marvel. I'm not saying that, you know, Marvel sucks or anything like that. You know, I've got yeah. respect for, you know, Stan Lee. I think he's, you know, such an amazing man for, you know, everything he's done with Marvel. But, you know, like Batman, yeah. Superman, all of that is just... And I mean, Green even Lantern's com- actually yeah. my favourite. Ah. <laughs> yeah, but like <laughs> Batman's close second. I like... The reason that I like Green Lantern is not Hal Jordan. But uh, Kyle, the um, the, yep. the that was the last time I read the comics. I don't know if he's still the Green Lantern now, but um, yeah, he just like the art. He was an artist, and he's the things that he would make with the ring were quite cool looking. So I mm-hmm. thought he was awesome. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask: is okay. uh, being a girl in a very male-dominated industry, um, you know, we discussed this very, very quickly before the show. But you know, what kind of things, I guess, do you take away uh, from from being in that situation? Uh, situation. What types of things do you have to, uh, you, know, you know, work out harder to get more respect or to get more noticed, even just yeah. uh, to get on the same level as uh, as a lot of the the more pushy males in the industry. Yeah, it's it's been an interesting journey. Um, certainly over the last 
the 12 months when I actually started playing games uh, online. Um, you know, my first multiplayer experience, you know, involved the comments, you know, oh, we've got a girl, you know, how about you put that controller down and get hmm. back into the kitchen? Yeah, of course. Um, Sorry about that. and you know that's I guess the sort of crap I don't tolerate you know in real life and you know I was straight onto it right away and I was playing Modern Warfare 2 with a few friends and I just absolutely rage quit I know no, (laughs) I, I stayed in I stayed in and I just gave it back to this idiot you know Ten times, like my friends are just giggling the whole time, <laughs> going, "This guy's nothing." Yeah. Um, it, it's you know, and it was like you know, and I wrote about this on my site. It was one of the first few things I wrote about, and it pissed me off to the point of you know, almost not wanting to play online again because I sort of thought, you know, it's 2010 and people still behave like this. Yeah. Exactly, and I think that actually affects a lot of you know, female enthusiasts that just want to play games. Yeah. Because you do have to put up with so many dickheads. I mean, even as a guy, sorry to interrupt you, but as a guy, there's some people online that even I get offended from, you know, because mm. they're just, they think, oh, I'm sitting in my own house on my own couch, I can say whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. But you've got to be respectful, and some people just aren't. So. No. Yeah, I, I... And a lot of people do like to hide behind microphones mm-hmm. and, you know, think that, you know, they're 20 feet tall and invincible when they play these games. But, I mean, it, look, if that's what, you know, gets you up in the morning and makes you feel good about yourself that you put other people down over a video game, well, you know, good luck to you. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I mean, like, even during a game of Battlefield one night, um, I, it was squad deathmatch, so, you know, it's four-man squad. And, you know, I've jumped in, and the other three players were all sniping. Um, you know, basically sitting in each other's laps, sniping in the one spot. And I've just put my microphone in and said, Hey, guys, you're not really going to do too much all sitting together. And one of them said, you know, Oh, look, we got a girl playing. We're going to lose for sure. <laughs> and I said, all right, how about one of you changes your class, you know, come run around the map with me. And they go, no, we're fine here. And I said, fine. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pl- unplug my mic. You guys can do your own thing. I'll, I'll do mine if you're going to be like that. And um, anyway, by the end of the round, They'd gotten, you know, four or five kills apiece. Yeah. I'd gotten the rest and, you know, kill count of 50 to win. <laughs> and at the end of the round, I plugged my microphone back in and I said, oh, by the way, you guys would have lost if I didn't join and I got the ace pin. See you later. <laughs> like, it's that kind of assumption that really annoys me. Like, oh, you know, if you've got a girl there, you're going to lose. Why? Mm. Because the irony is the three of you are sitting up you know, not doing anything else. You're afraid to get killed. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's it's had its, you know, good times. It's had its bad times. You know, I used to play with a squad every day. Um, they lived in the US, but because of my gender, um, it actually caused one of the primary members 
fiancés to actually get really upset. Wow. And I no longer played with them as a result, which was very upsetting, I found, because, you know, these were people I spoke to and played with every day for a good six months. Mm. Uh, and to be told I was not allowed to play with them anymore was, you know, because I was a girl. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Because someone's so, jealous. Yeah, and they lived in the US. I live in Australia and, you know, if it comes down to swimming across the other side of the world, someone at my Xbox Live frantically. <laughs> There's a good 20 other guys on my list I would probably do that for beforehand. <laughs> well, I hope he's listening right now. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's silly things like that. And, you know, sometimes you think, you know, oh, if I was a guy, I probably wouldn't have to deal with this. But... I guess that other part of me sort of thinks, well, you know what, screw it. I'm I'm good at what I do, um, you know. And I did get my level 50 in Bad Company too eventually, which I was quite happy with. Of course. And um, you know, I've got a positive KD. Who could ask for anything more? <laughs> which is better than most men out there. Yeah. Better than me. <laughs> well, yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't play FPSs very much, yeah, yeah. and I'm usually really, really drunk. <laughs> Any excuse? <laughs> oh, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> once again, it's not that meeting. Um, <laughs> I also wanted to ask you on your site. You talk about your Barbie doll collection <laughs> and how you got into Barbies, and you know, you, you're actually. Uh, you know, part of the, the club now so how did all that begin um, yeah I, I, I'm no longer a member of the uh, Australian Barbie Club as oh. uh, it's actually known as um, <laughs> that was um, a long time ago I was a member and yeah basically I got to an age where you know it was too old to play with them so I started to actually collect them I wasn't really ready to give them up and that's just probably a really big part of my childhood. You know, like video games were and comics, you know, playing with Barbie dolls was something really huge to me for, for so long and um, that's why I actually started to collect them and, you know, so now that they're in their original packaging and I guess for me it kind of takes me back to, you know, a part of my childhood too and um, all the haircuts I guess I gave my dolls I'm trying to sort of make amends and sort of restore them back to what they were so yeah the, the collection I probably don't buy uh, too many of them nowadays um, but I've, my study has a one of those um, well my study is actually a bedroom so it's got a uh, the uh, wardrobe and um, the wardrobe in the spare room is just full of full of Barbies a few yeah. skeletons in that closet yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean look the Barbie series actually brings out a lot of cool collector sets as well I've got a couple of Marvel edition dolls like um, wow. Mary Jane Parker and um Susan Storm from the Fantastic Four and I've got a Lois Lane and you know so it's not all just about you know 
Barbie as a dentist or a vet. Hawaiian <laughs> you know, <laughs> I've got some pretty cool uh, collector's editions as well. And um, they're more, or they're known as the black label for the adult collectors. So Ooh. I'm trying to kick my eyes out on them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds fantastic. You know, it, it's been, like Matt said, it was. it's an absolute pleasure to have you on our show. Yeah, it's 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 an important thing that a lot of people don't actually even, I guess, conceive that there are you know, a very strong growing community of ladies in the gaming industry now, and yeah. it's only going to lead to more positives, I believe. So I think uh, you know, it, it's fantastic, and I hope you can put up with the few dickheads that are out there that are going to you know, not <laughs> try and be respectful because it's just not right. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. But um. We'll, we'll finish off the show. We'll go through a few quick things and uh, we won't keep you for too much longer. But thank you for you know, letting us ask a few questions and getting to know you a little bit. Sure. No, thank you, gentlemen, for uh, having me as uh, uh, having me chair tonight. It's been really, really good fun. So, I think, yeah, pleasure I think we'll have to get you on again. We'll have to get you on again sometime. <laughs> yep. Cool. To talk more yeah, about no, comics. <laughs> Let's, let's just sit, have like our own little comic podcast. I'm going to steal you away from Drop Bear and, you know, I'll get you on my Drop, podcast. Drop Bear Comic <laughs> There you go. Comic cast. That's right. The Drop Bear Comic Con. Bam. Well, comic cast. No con. I am actually... We're not uh, conning anyone. <laughs> I am actually uh, looking to get some, um, some media tickets to Comic Con when it comes to Brisbane. So if yeah. uh, if you're not already going and I can nab an extra one, then uh, maybe you can come along as a special guest to uh, you know represent the drop bears there. Oh wow, that would be so cool. Because <laughs> <laughs> she started to say that would be really cool, and then she remembered she noticed that you said for drop bear gaming. She's like, oh fuck, that's all right. <laughs> wow, damn it, why? <laughs> No, I tricked again. (laughs) (laughs) To start on the old wrap-up of the show, we've got um, just a bit of a reminder here about the Gamebook Adventure 5 code that we have from Tin Man Games, thanks to Neil Renison, the creator of Gamebook Adventures. um, He's given us the code to give away, and the competition is if you send us some feedback via podcast at dropbeargaming.com for us to read out on the show we'll read out all the ones that we get more or less you know yeah. none of the ones that are asking for our bank account details <laughs> so that we can save this seven million dollars for um, Nigeria that's right <laughs> yeah so if you're keen to win that that's for the iOS iPhone iPod touch stuff like that Send us an email, give us some feedback about the show, tell us what you like, what you don't like, what you think we could change. AFL footy tipping comp, we're going to go ahead with that. The details will be in the forum, so if you're keen to get involved, there'll be prizes. Whether you're a massive follower of AFL or if you just want to, you know, get involved, you could just tip based on colours if you want. I know people who get in tipping comps and they're like, well, the cat's... In a fight, a cat would beat an eagle. So, cats versus eagles, <laughs> cats win. <laughs> Let's hope so. Right. Just get involved, you know. You, you can win stuff, and it'll be a bit of fun. That's right. And um, we are actively, at this point, trying to uh, you know get some really good prizes for the end of the year. 
so you've got to be in it to win it there is a possibility if you miss you know us talking about it at the beginning of the year that you should be able to get in on it um you know mid-season at some stage if you know anybody yeah. you know and you don't get to talk to them before you know it starts you're involved just pass it along to them and get them in in as well yeah, the the later you join in, the less chance you've got of winning the main prize. But of course, there'll be random prizes throughout the season that you'll be able to pick up. There's nothing that's like if you miss it at the beginning, just get involved anyway. That's right. Just just do it. Um, do Dead it space now. ignition. <laughs> Dead space ignition. You've something here about that? Yes, yes. Uh, I was uh, lucky enough to be offered a code for Dead Space Ignition. And I'm going to be uh, putting together a little bit of a Twitter competition for that one. So probably best that uh, if you don't already, follow myself, BQ410, on the Twitters or the Drop Bear Gaming or at Drop Bear Gaming on the Twitters as well. And I'll put it out on both of those feeds. And basically, you know, it'll be just a very, probably a basic retweet type thing. And the other side of it, if you do own the Dead Space 2 game uh, on any of the uh, any of the you know, gaming consoles for it um, you're able to download a new costume with just having that code so yeah it's uh, it's got a bit of a bonus involved in it but um, I'll, uh, I'll organise something for the competition in the next few days uh, after this podcast goes live so keep an eye out on that one on the forums and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, there'll be a little comment on there, I'm sure. Get on, get on board the forums, everyone. So, um, feedback. If you, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's it. right. Do it, <laughs> do it now. Um, feedback. <laughs> that, we got. Was that an Indian Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, no, <laughs> that was cool. Don't give us feedback about that last thirty seconds because we don't want to hear the complaints. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> please, please, please tell us what you think about the show, the site. Just personally, if you think we look like douchebags, let us know. Whatever. <laughs> if you've seen us Cause... on the street and you think that we sucked, just say. Yeah. Just tell us. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> if you've been stalking us and you don't like the kind of stuff that we're throwing out, like that half-eaten sandwich, Lucas, you could have eaten the whole thing. <laughs> don't waste. <laughs> waste not what? Um, feedback, podcast at dropbeargaming.com for podcast feedback. Obviously, the website, get on the forums, just jo- jump in, join the conversation, introduce yourself, have a crack. iTunes reviews, we enjoy them we don't actually have any <laughs> apart from Esther Green in the US iTunes store we still would like to get some more reviews yes. if you can give us one star or five stars or anything in between that would be great because be we'd like to know that you're out there and um, Twitter at Drop Bear Gaming at Asmerith1 A-S-M-E-R-I-T-H-1 at BQ410 so you can follow us on Twitter that's about it it's enough pimping of ourselves well, I reckon we let Susie have a go at uh, pimping herself oh, for one, a little just, while just oh, a one minute more. just one Al, more up, up. okay uh, I put out I put out the tweet when we started recording for people to retweet if they want to shout out so we have someone named Susie Kate 
retweeted <laughs> it. Cool. That's awesome. And okay, also, Hasmuth okay. won. Oh, that's me. I retweeted it as well. And <laughs> one of Susie Kate's Twitter twit friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> one of her twit friends. <laughs> Princess Julski. Oh, nice. Um, thank you for retweeting. On your Princess Julski. There's Jules. some shout <laughs> That's moving right along. Shout outs, Susie Kate. Yeah, go for it. Just pimp your site, pimp whoever. Yep, yep. My site, suzykate.com. That's S I O U X S I E K A T E. Um, all games, music, anything, it's all fantastic. Um, every, yeah, all my friends on Twitter. Hello. Um, go check out 1000 Fraggers. Go check out Game and Train. Go check out 1081 Creations. Peace. Lovely. Sweet. We'll have um, links to we'll have links to those website addresses in the show notes. Right. So make sure you check those out as well. I guess just general shout outs. Um, I had a bit of a chat with uh, with Jen Jamie just quickly the other day. And um, that was quite nice to catch up with him. He's, he's been quite busy. He's doing his own thing. So um, he also just recently had a bit of hands-on with the um, the 3DS, which there's a quick post on the site for. So you can have a bit of a, a quick look at that one. Um, I want to give a shout-out to David Tusli. Uh He's uh, been um, quite active with uh, retweets and things like that for us. So thanks very much on that. Uh, philosophy, yet again because uh, you're just the man um, a shout out to my wife Claire because it was her birthday during the week um, and uh, a shout out to my youngest and last child Oliver um, it's his birthday tomorrow as we're recording this so it's uh, oh, they're all together man so many presents to buy <laughs> exactly that's right it was only Charlie's birthday what two weeks ago so yeah, it's all happening yeah. yeah so I'll just buy him a truck I'll buy him a googly bat. <laughs> <laughs> I do hope that if anybody listens to the, to the podcast last week, that you enjoyed my story that I told my son. Uh, I, I do try every night to sit down and uh, tell him a story instead of reading a story as much as I can, and he loves them. So I told him a story about a drop bear, and if you have a chance, go back and listen to it in the break of last week because it was it was a bit of yep, fun. Yep to do that <laughs> on episode 7 yes it was pretty good it was alright <laughs> you know you know um, Roald Dahl but you know whatever <laughs> working on it <laughs> Pe- people have called you a BFG but uh... <laughs> nice yeah, I use that shit yeah, that's... I just want to shout out Trophy Whores on their latest episode they gave us a mad shout out and also there's a bumper by me he um he Skype called me when I was at work tricky on the old Mick. mobile, yeah, Tricky Mick from tr- Trophy Horse. So I there's a bit of a the sound levels are a bit off, <laughs> but whatever. What do you expect? I was on my mobile. Give me a break. That's anyway, right. so Trophy Horse <laughs> gave us a mad shout out. Thank you very much, you guys. They they do a great podcast about PlayStation games and whatnot and trophies. So that's cool. And Pac-Man Polar Bear from the Sarcastic Game of Blue Show, another PlayStation podcast. He's just a champion. And Doc Adams from Sarcastic, the original Sarcastic Gamer from the Red Show. 
is just a really cool dude. So, shout out to all of you. Cool. Alrighty. Well, uh, I think that pretty much wraps up episode eight of the Dropbear Gaming Podcast. Thank you very much to everybody for listening. Thank you again, Susie, for being a part of our show. And uh, oh, my pleasure. Hopefully, we'll be able to get you back again soon. So. Oh, I'd love that. No, it's been great fun. Great. <laughs> Sounds good. Matt, thanks very much for coming along the ride once again. Yeah, hopefully the time Nazi thing works out slightly better next time. But I think we, <laughs> I think we we're getting there. Maybe if you we're come over there. while I'm editing editing it and say no, cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it, then you can just be the the back end time Nazi. <laughs> that might work. <laughs> I'll get a shirt yeah. made up for you. The back end time Nazi. Wow, <laughs> that's gonna blow people's wow. minds. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks again. The end Bye. of the show. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>